I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be when away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried ship a Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time, Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. This old mariner having an opportunity to be with you. Thank you for the invitation to be in your home or wherever you're listening to our program from. In the book of Luke, Luke chapter 5, our little five-minute program during the week, uh, heard on most of the stations. We made reference here to a couple of verses that uh, I take and I'd like to maybe uh, reemphasize and maybe give a little more information. And I hope what we have to say uh, today will be of help and blessing to you. Uh, by the way, if you ever like to correspond with us, uh, by the way, thank you for emailing us. Thank you even for that snail uh, mail. Uh, if you'd like to email us, uh, we're as close as the old computer there. It's just the F-O-M-M, F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. Uh, you can sift through a, a number of things. Uh, uh, take and leave us a message. Let us know if we can ever help you uh, here in the port of Bon Secours, in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. The book of Luke, Luke chapter 5. Uh, the, the sort of, I guess if ever there's a passage I wear out, I, I usually, I do look at Luke chapter 5, probably got a dozen messages from this particular place. I can so relate it to us, uh, to you because uh, of my past and as far as the commercial fishing industry is concerned. Jesus now has left Nazareth and he now finds himself the northern part of the Sea of Galilee. Uh, there he's sees that there's two boats that's pulled to the beach. The fishermen have gone out of them, and uh, they're washing their nets, and uh, the Lord just tells them to stop. He said, can I use your boat for a pulpit? We've preached on this before. And they say yes, and then he rewards them for the use of the vessel. And then in verse 6, it says, when they had thus done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. My, what a miracle. You said, well, what's the miracle here? Well, there, Jesus made fish where there were no fish. See, these guys toiled all night and took nothing. They had nothing there. But Jesus can bring something where there is nothing. Amen. Verse 7, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, that they began to sink. Now what? Multitude of fishes, lots of fish. All right. Uh, bring two boats in. What do they do? So many fish, they just fill the boat with fish, and they begin to sink. So I want to talk about that, use that in a physical sense, and see if we can make some spiritual application there. I'm glad all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Oh, yes, for doctrine, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Uh, I like that. So they began to sink. What's the problem here? All right. What causes boats to sink. 
And of course, in the passage, let me see if I can get you to tell me. It says they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. Now, why were they sinking? Come on now. Why were they sinking? You say, Brother Mon, because they filled the boat with too many fish. Ah, you got it. All right. What did they do? They basically overloaded the boat. Have you ever done that, Brother Mon? Oh, we've been in situations to where uh, I've had, uh, I'm not going to tell you these situations because I'm embarrassed. I sure can relate to this. Uh, to to overloading if you're not very, very careful. In fact, I have a cousin, and uh, he was a shrimp trawler. At certain times of the year, he took and used his trawler to catch literally tons and tons of other type of fish products that was plentiful, and he would unload them by the ton for, uh, I think, at a cat food plant, a plant that made uh, uh, made cat food. By the way, cats love fish. What did he do, Brother Mon? He just filled his boat and filled his boat and filled his boat and filled his boat, and he was in a fleet of boats. And uh, people looked out one time, there he was, and they looked out the windows of the pilot house of their boat and looked, and he was gone. You said, what happened? Sank to the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. Why? He just overloaded. Now, let's see if we can make some practical application. Now, wouldn't that be true? I've had a number of people tell me, and I've seen situations like this, and being in the pastorate, and then on the mission field where I've heard people just say something like this, Brother Mon, I'm sunk. What? <laughs> I'm sunk. What happened? Oh, maybe it was a businessman. Oh, what he did, he made some bad investments. I'm sunk financially. I've seen some that just came back from the doctor. They said, uh, Brother Mon, my doctor has taken, and and I, I'm not going to propose a thought here, but as far as their health is concerned, they lost it. I'm sunk. <laughs> Health-wise, I'm sunk. Marriage, I'm sunk. As far as maybe I've had people talk about how they lost their children. You know, I'm sunk. You know, what causes that? You know, in our text, it said this. It says they came and filled both the ships, and they began to sink. Uh, I guess... Thinking about this age, there's just so much activity, especially we think about the land that I live in. If you're not careful, there's something to do from morning to late at night. And overloading, uh, too much. I have friends that are pastor friends, missionary friends, evangelist friends. You said, uh, what about them? Some have experienced what's called burnout. Well, what is that? Just putting too much on the boat, putting too much in the ship, just too much activity, you know. You said, uh, is there is there any help for that? Well, 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 of course. God has to give you some wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, as far as your life is concerned now, uh, some of people say, well, God's not going to put on you more than uh, you can take. That has to do with temptation, but as far as your life is concerned, you have to be very, fair, very, very careful, sir, that you don't get yourself in a situation, in a sinking experience, whereby circumstance after circumstance came your way that just was more weight on your life. I've seen people that began to even have problems mentally because just too many burdens overloading. Be careful, ma'am. Be careful, sir. 
Are you listening to me? Overloading. Be be careful with your activities. Not only that, but overloading comes from just carelessness. These fishermen that just kept piling the fish in there, they were so excited. They just they just began to be careless. I have friends that's been in the fishing industry. One particular that I'm thinking of, he left the dock without something that he needed very much. And it cost him his vessel. You said, what is it? Now, fisherman, yes, you, you have to have all your tackling, uh, which has to do with, you know, your netting and uh, the need of an anchor. But uh, uh, this man left without a pump. You said a pump. You know, the water outside the boat is okay. But when the water gets inside the boat, you better have a means whereby to take it out of the boat. Now, you can't just take and get you a little uh, one-gallon uh, bucket and just reach down in the boat if the boat now is 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 foot long. And throw it. You have to have a pump. You have to have a, a good pump, a very powerful pump. Well, this, my friend, left the dock. He should not have done so. And it was in the middle of the summer. Not, not too bad a weather, but uh, something happened there. And lo and behold, in a matter of hours and getting out into the fishing grounds, in a matter of hours, his boat was seen sitting on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> What's he, what happened? Too much water in the boat. Yeah, Are you listening? He was just careless. Some, someone said this, that you would not treat your body. Uh, I, I guess we could uh, turn it around and do it this way. You would not treat your car or your house like you do your body. You take better care of your car and that you sense that it's maintained or you get it maintained and proper fuel and uh, maintenance that's there. You know, our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You said, what's what's wrong? A lot of times with people, people said, I've lost my health. What happened, Brother Munt? They were careless. They were careless. These men probably were careless. You know, a good rule of thumb for a boatman is to take and make sure that as far as thinking about what he's doing out in the oceans of life, that he has some help as far as being able to call for help. What these fellows do when they begin to fill the boat, it says they beckon to their partners, which were in the other ship, that they could come and help them. You know what? Uh, I have uh, been blessed by working on vessels that uh, – very well as far as means of communication we had a number of different type of radios and then we always had what we call here in america the coast guard we could call them they could come to our rescue and come to our help you said what what are you saying all right pride uh you know what i've seen i've seen people who had trouble in life and as far as this trouble is concerned they just refused help. They refused the counsel, maybe, of a parent. They refused the counsel of a pastor. I've seen people, I said, why didn't you come and ask me? I could have helped you with this. Pride, pride, what will it do? It'll put you in a sinking condition. Sir, uh, have you ever read Psalm 107? All the fishermen that's there, they go down to the sea in ships. Oh, you know what happened? Then the text there, it talks about the Lord raising uh, oh, we think about the waves. You know what they do? They're tossed to and fro. And, oh, I like the passage that says, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. Don't, don't be too proud to call for help. 
Why do ships sink? Yeah, overloading because of carelessness and pride there. And then storms and the enemy. Well, this life is full of storms. All kinds of problems, you know. You know, storms are, you know, do not have to sink a believer. Uh, a good uh, book in the Bible on that is the book of Job. And uh, some horrible things happen to Job. And yet, you can always read Job chapter 42. Things come. Yes, trouble abounds. Storms come our way, and it brings depression and defeat and discouragement and, and sorrow more than ever before. Then they call unto the Lord in their trouble. Ah, uh, do you not beseech the Lord to give you help in a time of trouble? And as far as the enemy, he's there. Be sober, be vigilant. Your enemy, yeah, your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion. Don't get yourself, my friend, and cause the circumstances of life bring you to a sinking situation. You don't, you don't have to sink. Yeah, I'm telling you. You don't have to sink. There is some help for the child of God. There's even some help for the person who has refused to even trust Jesus Christ as their Savior because God is there. He's listening for the call, you know. Have you found yourself in a sinking situation? Then they called unto the Lord in their trouble. What happened here in Luke chapter 5? Oh, what took place, says Simon Peter. It says this in verse 8. Uh, he said, and when he saw it, he fell on his knees uh, down before Jesus. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Simon Peter saw the situation for what it was. The boat began to sink. God worked a miraculous thing for them, repaying them for the use of their vessel. And what? Ah, uh, that sinking situation was overcome. Have you ever got into the place where you've had to throw your hands in the air and say, I'm sunk in such a situation. Don't forget you have a heavenly father that cares. Someone, uh, probably there are other people that could, care, that could help you bear the burdens that's there. Don't get into a sinking condition. Never get to the place where you say, I'm sunk. Until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.